Hi there, it's Matthew here from Knight Edmonds Estate Agents. I'm here with founder and director Alex Knight to talk about a recent blog I've written concerning UK house prices. So, hello Alex. Hello. So, I think it's a, it's a hot topic at the moment. A lot of people have been asking what's happening to house prices. Just wanted to get your report, you know, your thoughts and put a bit of context on it. Well, we've gone through an extraordinary period of house price growth. House prices post-COVID have skyrocketed and they've created this um, artificial normality that we've all become accustomed to, where house prices go up by 10 to 15% a year um, and it just keeps going and going and going until our good friend Kamikaze Kwasi yep. um, launched his budget back in September and things changed. So, so if you look back at what's happened over the last few years, the last quarter of 2020, an average of just over 23,000 houses sold per week. The last quarter of 2021, um, an average of 21,000 houses sold per week. And in the last quarter of, November, uh, of 2022, up until uh, the end of week three in November, that figure had dropped to just under 20,000. So we've gone from 23,000 to 21,000 to just below 20,000. That sounds really bad. It's a disaster, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's, it's awful. But wind the clock back a bit further. And when you look pre-COVID, what was going on in quarter four of 2016, 17, 18 and 19, it was actually around 16,000, 16,000, 16,000 and 16,000. Seems to be a theme there. So wait, so pre-COVID, average number of properties sold per week in quarter four was circa 16,000. Correct. So far in 2022, it's over 19,500. Correct. So why all the doom and gloom in the national press? Well, it's your stereotypical news of the world headline. Um, there's a statistic that can be uh, manipulated for effect. How's, how's it, you know, the housing market is crashing. Well, there's truth in that, and there's also mistruth in that, depending on the context that you apply to it. If you look at it in the post-COVID context, in this artificial world we've been living in, where the housing market has been you know, just on fire, really, um, yeah, there's been a significant drop. There's been a drop of just over 3,000 houses being sold per week. But there's still 3,000 houses or three and a half thousand houses more per week being sold than normality pre-COVID, which wasn't a bad market to all intents and purposes. No, I, don't, I don't recall seeing any in any industry or national press that we was in housing trouble, you know, the house market was falling or anything of that nature. So I think you're right. I think we've just become accustomed and acclimatised to this artificial bubble that was created mm. post-COVID. Now, that doesn't mean that house prices aren't changing. Mm -hmm. Because although I mean, we're talking here in the volumes of transactions, and there's been headlines that have been targeting the volumes of transactions saying that they're plummeting. Well, they are and they aren't. It depends what way you look at it. You could probably also find a bit of truth that in the first part of Q4, transaction volumes were a little bit higher than they are in the latter part of Q4. Mm -hmm. um, you, you need more data to really interpret the, mm -hmm. the stats and, and gain concrete uh, conclusions from it but 
the trend is actually, when you look at it, 19, 19 and a half, 20,000 transactions a week, that's still pretty good. Yep. I think most estate agents would, would take that, most home movers would take that as Absolutely. well. Now, I've seen a, yeah, a lot of customers asking, and we, me and Richard here have spoken about you know, house prices being adjusted now. You know, mm -hmm. They are decreasing statistically, we can see that. So, but is there any good news if house prices do adjust? If there isn't a, you know, a drop of say 10% as, as a figure, is there any winners in this? If so, also is there any losers as it were? Well, the good news is if you're selling your house, you probably haven't bought your house this year. Now, between the period of January to September, I haven't got the exact stats to hand, but house prices went up by somewhere between 10 and 15%. Mm -hmm. During the last quarter where house prices are, uh, I use the word dropping, I'd say there's probably been a correction mm -hmm. in the market. Yeah. There is a distinct difference, I can go into that a bit later on. Um, house prices are expected to be around 8 to 12% lower. So basically, by the end of the year, house prices will pretty much be what they were at the start of the year. Yeah. So have house prices really dropped? Not really. No. Um, what we're seeing is a correction in the market where the stamp duty holiday has fueled growth, panic, pandemonium, and pandemonium, and you know, tabloid headlines have caused this acceleration in the growth of house prices, whereas the new budget, the cost of living crisis, interest rates have forced people to take stock and take a much more measured approach to how much they're prepared to pay for properties. So what we're now seeing is more sensible, more rational decisions with regards to what people are prepared to pay for a property, and you're seeing that artificial bubble being corrected. There is still an underlying trend. There are more people that need houses than there are houses available. Yep. Um, so house prices have crashed, potentially, you could argue that, if you want to look at the very short term. Look at the medium term, house prices have just stopped growing at ridiculous rates. That's the real headline, but that doesn't really sell papers. No, it certainly doesn't. Good news never does. So, okay. I mean, you know, when I was doing this, this article, you know, I looked at, yeah, if there was a correction of 10%, um, your two-bedroom house in Maidstone being worth £250,000, mm -hmm. you know, seven out of 10 people upsize when they sell. So they got that person in their two bed, another child's come along the, on the way, now looking to move to a three bed at 350,000, say. Mm -hmm. So you've taken 10% off your 250,000 pound house. 25,000. 25, but then you're taking 35,000 off the next property you're buying. I see that as uh, you actually have 1,000 pound in your pocket. Absolutely. Well, that certainly does pay for your solicitor's stamp duty, removal costs and everything else. Yes and no. Go on. So there's a flip side to that. So someone that's got a property at 250,000, for example, when they bought that property, they'd probably have a 10, 15% deposit. If you drop that house price by 10%, the deposit they're then taking with them for their onward purchase is reduced in cash terms. Mm -hmm. It's not just your deposits 10% lower because you can't take that money out. If that property's dropped by 25,000, that could be your whole equity gone. Mm -hmm. So it depends on your position. Some people it will affect more than others. 
you're talking someone that's owned a property for five, 10 years, odds are they've got a decent amount of equity in it. Yep. 10% drop in house prices. You're absolutely right. Quid's in, 12,500 pounds saving on the onward. Okay, so it's, I mean, but the, you know, I just come across a, an old statistic, the average person moves in the UK once every seven years. So unless you've brought in the last two years, and you need to sell for whatever reason, then you may not benefit from an adjustment in prices. But if like the vast majority of people, you're going to be quids in. The majority of people upsizing actually would benefit from a drop in house prices because it reduces the gap between the two, two transactions. Absolutely. Well, there's the winners. It's got to be, you know, I said seven out of 10 people are upsizing. That leaves three people that either downsize or sell a probate property or an investment property that they have, are they losers then by default? Um, so there will be losers in this. Um, you've got people that would have fallen into negative equity. Mm -hmm. It's a very small percentage that would fall into negative equity. Generally speaking, if you're talking a 10% drop in house prices, the ones that will be in negative equity are the ones that bought with less than a 10% deposit mm -hmm. within the last year. Yeah. Um, there will be others, you know, those that have taken a further advance in their mortgage that have borrowed more against the house. But uh, 8 to 12% drop in the market is not significant enough to put too many people into negative equity. Okay. Well, I mean, the statistics that I got from uh, on this was uh, only 2.9% of people that are going to be in negative equity. And I think I should put some context on that. Negative equity is only important in two scenarios when you're selling or when you're remortgaging if you're yeah. still living there and you're paying off the mortgage it's it's not relevant at that time only when those two times in your life that come into play then it then it becomes important so when you're selling yeah absolutely it's relevant mm -hmm. there is another scenario when you're remortgaging um, it's not just those negative equity that are affected on remortgages if you bought your property at 90% loan to value, mm -hmm. for example, and house prices have dropped by 8% and you now only hold 2% equity in the property, try and find a lender that will let you remortgage at 98% loan to value. Well, I can't recall any when I do my they research. Don't exist. Um, so no, but so, but it's, it's so that leaves your options for remortgage very limited and potentially exposes you to higher mortgage repayments. Yeah, I mean, normally, in my experience, the lender's standard variable rate is higher than their, their fixed deals that they can offer to their, what they perceive as lower risk clients, clients mm -hmm. with more equity in their home. Yeah. So in ever-increasing number of people that I speak to, friends, family, customers, their biggest fear is if we roll the clock back and have another credit crunch like we did in 2008. Interesting point that, because if house prices did drop by the same amount that they dropped in the credit crunch back in 2007, 2008, that would only take house prices back to where they were in January last year. Doesn't sound that bad at all, really. Unless you bought Since in that then. period. And looking to sell or remortgage the only people that are going to be really adversely affected if house prices crashed in the same fashion they did in 2007-2008 are those that have bought and ones that have bought and are selling again within very close proximity. So in summary then don't you know people shouldn't focus on the doom and gloom headlines that are in the 
national presses and actually look at it in some context. Take a measured view on it. Yeah. Don't believe everything you read in the tabloids. I think a lot of people don't. If you're interested to know what your house is worth now, if you're looking to buy, looking to sell, looking to let, become a landlord, then please give the office a call. Numbers details below. And we look forward to hearing from you. Thank you, Alex. Thank you.